You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello and welcome back to the Oz Network for another Drag Race recap. Yeah, let's just get this shit over with. Um, I'm Rossi, and I too am picking up those chicken nuggets, but dipping sauce. And I'm Brian, and I'm coming into this podcast with nothing but glitter and Jesus. <laughs> and I'm Kyle. I'm coming into the podcast merch first. I guess you gather my sense of what I thought of the episode. So yeah, how come how come you didn't like it? It was so boring. Yeah, it had more of a serious tone to it. It wasn't as playful as Drag Race usually is. Like this is supposed to be the silly show that I watch. Like which, it started out that way when they're sitting on like eggplants and fax machines, <laughs> and then it was yeah. like, here's how you part your hair, and here's how you apply an eyelash, and I'm like. That's great, but I don't want to watch that. Like, I'll watch YouTube for that. Like, like this is definitely just a promo for DragCon, which is coming up, right? Yeah, but they can't... I mean, RuPaul could time that, but that's really... That's pushing it in my mind, but... Yeah, well, it's RuPaul. Of course Ru's going to do this. I it's think he says in the episode. all my other products. Yeah, doesn't he say in the episode of, like, like my success was I branded everything? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's That's a lot of master planning, but... <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. It's just, it's too much work in my mind, but they did it. Dragon people should go. Yay, thrilling. But we got our own Dragon. <laughs> probably less interesting, probably less fun. I, like, I th- I'd like to think it's less fun than what we got, but or more fun than what we got. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people like to go there to meet all these drag queens that they've seen on TV. That would be a lot of the appeal. And I'm sure these panels are more engaging when you're in the live audience. And fun. I mean, call me a sucker, but I was like, I want to go. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it, out of the three of us, it worked on one of us. Yeah, yeah. You bought in. You yeah. bought in so easily. Yes. Yeah, and the reason Colin's not on the podcast is because he's there right now. Yes, so. <laughs> he has his own panel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Drag Race History panel. Yeah, I'd love to sit on that panel. I, that would be a good <laughs> panel. If that was on this episode, that would have been this episode would have been a buy immediately. Yeah, I'm surprised time. that you guys were more fans of the episode than I was. I thought I'd be like popular opinion like oh this was a bad episode but apparently i'm alone in that i feel like it started strong well i mean the mini challenge i looked at brian i was like what are we watching yeah never (laughs) i feel like i say this every time but never before have i questioned what i'm actually watching yeah when i see drag queens sitting on a fax machine yes yes especially when like my sister walked into the room at that moment too and i was like oh no she's like survivors changed (laughs) yeah and i feel like the episode just sort of like the teams they went from strong to very weak and it just like trailed off in a terrible direction yeah it was Really, it was like a downhill the entire episode. Like, it's weird to think yeah. that sitting on cakes and marshmallows was a high. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was the high. <laughs> uh, sitting on a secret. Did anyone enjoy the little All-Star 3 nugget of that? Or were you like, I, I, bad I memories? Kyle and I was like, well, that's a long game by Rue to have this set up in All-Stars to be able to like do this mini challenge. Yeah, I bet this is not the uh, last time we see this mini challenge, though. I don't know, it seems like a weird thing to do again. Nah, 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 nah. I think people will love it. <laughs> Unless they combine it, like um, Cracker's guess that she was sitting on Aquaria. So, like, which drag queen are you sitting on? Yeah. I guarantee you, All-Stars 4, Miss Vanjie will be sitting on something. <laughs> would you have been able to guess anything, or, or no? I don't think I would have got the fax machine, because I, I think that's too obscure. That is, yeah. That's pretty specific. A Transformer? No. <laughs> Some of the others, I mean, some of them have smells. Like, the fish, I think you would have been able to smell it to guess what it was. 
um, potentially the cake as well. Someone said they could smell that it was cake. I mean, I think if you can't get the traffic cone, yeah, <laughs> you need. To, I don't know. Yeah, you need to go to a doctor. What should they it include was, in the next iteration of this challenge? What should they include? What should they be sitting? Yeah, Miss Cracker. <laughs> oh my God! I don't know animals. <laughs> Michelle Visage. Yes. Yeah, I we're mean, very creative. Like, we can which, tell. I mean, you—they can do anything on RuPaul. They could bring anything out. I mean, that—that's—that's that's what's happening, right? Yeah. RuPaul is sitting there going, "What on earth? Like, I can throw anything at these girls, and they're gonna do it. Put a blindfold on, sit on these things." Yeah, yeah. One of the worst ones. It was in All Stars One, where they had like a basketball challenge, where it was literally them having a two versus two basketball game, <laughs> just like out on the courts in drag. Why? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Why are you doing this with the show? It was a terrible season, though. It's the worst one they've ever been on. What? All of Drag Race seasons? All Stars 1 is the worst? All Stars 1 is the worst, I would say. <laughs> are we on the Drag Race history panel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Drag Race history panel and DragCon. We weren't shady toward each other, so we probably would have been safe. <laughs> Just to, like, backtrack a little bit, I loved, um, in the early parts of the episode, when they were talking about Monet's outfit... And then Monique was like, get the right cut, get the new outfit. <laughs> Monique was gold this whole episode, I reckon. Like, this episode and also Untucked. Like, she is hilarious. Um, I'm, yeah, living for her comments and confessionals. It took me a while to warm up to Monique, but I'm there. She's my winner pick, yeah? She is, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she'll win, but she's in it for the long game. It was curious, the talk this episode, about her having to throw together her outfits every week on the wrong way. Mm. Like, why are we finding this out now? What's to come of that story? Is what She's I'm curious next. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird that I they put Blair it... I thought Blair and Sinclair was going to win, so what do I know? Oh, right, the whole thing. Mm. Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> wrong. I thought it was weird that they did include Mon- a lot of Monique's story this episode just because she wasn't even bottom or top. Like, it was... Like, I don't like... Why Why build up a story unless it's going to... Unless it's a literal payoff that we're not getting to yet. Which is obviously, we can't say whether or not it's going to happen. But obviously, like, if yeah. they're safe, I don't feel like we need this storyline. Like, unless it's going to come back, like, we don't need this storyline. Monique was just safe. She didn't get crits at all. Maybe she is the winner. And I'm way better at Drag Race winner yeah. picks than Survivor winner picks. Yeah, this, I feel like this story goes, like, it's it's either way. You know, she gets to the end and it's like, okay, she could be the cheap queen who turned it out. Um, or... Next week, she tries to throw something together, and it is an absolute mess. <laughs> Maybe she's a chief queen that does really well in her first season, but then comes back in All-Stars and is the most <laughs> trash person ever. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's not unprecedented. Ask Chi-Chi. I don't, think, I don't think that works out well for you. Yeah, but what's very different about Monique and Chi-Chi with their first seasons is that we're not hearing about Monique being a chief queen until now episode six whereas chi chi from the get-go is like i'm a cheap queen i don't have money i wear a trash bag <laughs> that was the story from episode one uh drag queens in five seconds by carl <laughs> yeah. we really are on the history panel <laughs> we really yeah. Are, yeah well i mean it's more interesting than the episode right yeah um early in the episode blair makes his confessional i thought was really like oh because obviously last week we didn't get any blair and this week, yep. Blair gets a confessional. Is like, I'm feeling really secure in the competition. And I was like, oh, oh question mark, what, what? And yeah. obviously was the nugget, the chicken nugget that we were supposed to pick up on. <laughs> exactly. The celebration of like, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Be I don't know if I'm just like getting good at like 
through watching Survivor, like, oh, I'm used to how people are edited when they leave. Yes. But, like, I was, like, immediately, like, oh, red flag for her. Either wins or bottom, like... Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like we're at this point in, uh, like, RuPaul and Survivor right now, where the hot messes have gone home, Mm -hmm. the queens that are going to stay have been set up from the beginning, and now what we've got are these, like, middle-of-the-pack people who are getting, like, one-episode stories. Yes. Yeah, that's it. They just had hers. Who's next? I would retract (laughs) that statement a little bit for Survivor, but that's not what we're here to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're here to talk about drag race history at drag... (laughs) Also, do you think we're going to get, um, okay, uh, Kyle's the only one you can really answer this question, but do you think we're going to get pork chop on season four, just because there's been so much pork chop in the last <laughs> few seasons? I love that they just keep on milking that joke. It's brilliant. Um, I, I don't know. I I mean, I don't follow any of the queens like beyond them being on Drag Race, so I have no idea what pork chop does these days, how active pork chop is. In drag, in like performing and whatnot. Yeah, Brian's Google imaging pork chop. Well, I've seen so many pork chops. <laughs> now, when I think about like pork chop, the drag queen, like that is literally what has been presented to me as what she looks like. So I was like, I need to replace this image. Yeah, yeah. Like she's always there at the finales, and there's a shout out to her. It's always like, hey, pork chop. <laughs> the bit at yeah, season so that... nine finale with Mimi on first was so good. Yeah, but she'll be back for Legends. That's a big call. <laughs> <laughs> she's iconic right yeah but the, i don't know if iconic equal legend but yeah true i was just um in the just back to the mini challenge i'm all over this place but i was like i would have not done this if that was me I'd be like i'm not sitting on things that i don't know like like yeah. people are sitting on food like they're nice <laughs> clothes that they wear on television like uh i know yeah like the cake on some of those dresses i Cracked up at Eureka on the chips. <laughs> the chips were gone. Yeah, it was funny though. It was it was fun. It was light. And I guess this is what we said about the mini challenges before. It's a chance for them to just like let their hair down and just be silly and not have to be like too intense about the competition. What I'm annoyed about with this one is that my girl Asia wins it and then gets nothing, no advantage. Doesn't get to pick her team. Nothing. She doesn't need it. What's that? She doesn't need it. She doesn't need these she advantages. Need She'll win anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, fine, fair. Yeah, you have a pretty strong shot of winning this, I think. Yeah, yeah, that little, like, comment to Asia on the runway when she was safe. Like, Asia, good job this week. Yeah. Like, thank you, Rue. See you in a few weeks for my crown. It was uh, a better hat, Rue. That crown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, should have just come out in the Drag Race crown. Oh, I'm surprised no one did that. Yeah. I'm surprised Vixen didn't wear a crown and then make a dress out of crowns. All the drag queens turned what they were wearing on their head into their entire outfit. Oh my god, uh, Miss Cracker would be covered in hair. <laughs> yes, jumping ahead again. Sorry, sorry. Well, Monet, Monet kind of did that, but with her outfit. Yeah, yeah, but. she's good. I'm glad that she picked herself up this episode. But when um, RuPaul was like, "Asia, you're the winner," I was like, "Is she really the winner? She had to sit on cakes and fax machines." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think we were the winners, like, watching that. <laughs> when, when they have the, like, the, the winner's journey through Drag Race. <laughs> I'm sitting on cake. <laughs> yeah, and the prestige of challenges. Your, uh, Asia won the comedy challenge for the acting and then sitting on yes. cake. Yes, <laughs> ugly face, sitting on cake. She's got a great story. Oh, what a highlight reel. <laughs> so it's going to be all glamour. She's not, she's a butterface. Yeah. Giving you Denny Glover realness. 
for the main challenge, immediately I was like, oh, cool. These are going to be fun. Like, I thought they were going to be fun, and then they turned into really serious things. I don't know, maybe I don't know much about DragCon, but, like, I was, like, not interested right off the bat. And then, obviously, it set in for the rest of the challenge. I didn't quite get what the challenge was when they first explained it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then watching uh, Eureka, Monet's, and Cameron, Cameron's, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I really like this. Um, Like, it's a a little bit different. I thought they were the clear standouts. And I was like, well, that was just body, like... Like face and wigs, that like that's going to be good too. Yeah. I think unfortunately the other teams didn't deliver, and so the challenge just kind of fell apart. It did, and I feel like there was a complete separation between the first group and the last group with how they decided to deliver it. The first group went for an actual drag con panel where they were themselves, they were giving information, and they were being entertaining. The last group were playing characters. It was like they were putting on a like a scripted performance that was really bad. Like they mm. seem to have missed the mark of like, just be yourselves, like actually give information and be yourselves on the stage. But they were just doing all this like cheesy stuff and it, you know, it's a real miss. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny that when we're talking about like potentially the season's most boring episode, mm-hmm. one of the questions was, uh, in today's political climate, I was right. like, jeez. I know. It Lighten was... up. This is drag queens. Yeah, it was so light and fun. And then I was like, in today's political climate. And I was like, whoa, this has taken a turn. <laughs> yeah. Even Eureka's like, wow, okay. Yeah. That's, that's your question? You don't want to talk about just bodies? <laughs> All right. Yeah. I do have to say I appreciated the fact that it was a different challenge. It was something that we weren't expecting. Like, it wasn't an acting challenge. It was, it was like an kind of an improv challenge almost, but it was different. It was something we've never really quite seen before. Unless we have, and yeah. I'm just forgetting something. Uh, we've had, uh, like, not in this season, but like other seasons, it's the kind of challenge where they want the drag queen to show themselves as a representative. So the person who wins the crown should be someone who can be that spokesperson and a mentor and so like this is them getting to show that side of themselves and i think that's why the last group really missed the mark because they didn't deliver that they delivered silly performance like they've done before um like previously we've had like when they're doing like an interview like they do like television interviews and they're meant to be selling like their album or their book i think it was so it's kind of that angle of like represent yourself as if you are the star uh i also like we get the whole thing about they get to pick their team since Asia doesn't get any power, unlike the Vixen got last week. Right? Like, complete contrast. And we get the story of, like, oh, Monet's like, I'm in the bottom, no one's gonna come to me. (laughs) And then Cameron's like, I don't say shit, so no one's gonna come to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Eureka's like, here, I'll just come to these two random people. Which kind of surprised me, just because Eureka doesn't seem like the person to gravitate toward the quieter one. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird pairing, but obviously it worked out well for them. Yeah, it worked out extremely well. Um, they were a great group, and I, I don't know, Eureka, like, Eureka's coming across very strong in the edit, like, her confessionals are very just, like, she's smiling, she's confident, and this one is kind of like, yeah, like, I'm gonna work with Monet, like, like, yeah, she's in the bottom, like, it's fine, but I wonder if, like, Eureka is the other person that maybe people aren't running to because she rubs some people the wrong way. I doubt the Vixen was eager to work with Eureka. Hmm, yes. Yeah, uh, but we see Monet saying, like, Eureka's great, it's... Like, it's all these other girls' problems. Yeah, yeah, close up on Vixen. Yeah. I guess I'm a little surprised more people didn't gravitate toward Eureka just because, you know, I didn't think about it until that she said it, but she's had 
experience at the literal DragCon, whereas yeah. most of these people haven't. So I thought that was a huge bonus to have on your team. Yeah, and that definitely showed as well. So, I, I mean, I'm, obviously Eureka ends up winning this challenge because she knows so much and she has so much experience. So it was a little surprising to see no one pick her, but obviously, you know, they're obviously going to gravitate towards who they like better. Yeah, exactly. I find this really awkward. It's like, okay, quickly form teams. It's like, ooh, who are your real friends? <laughs> this is this is better than a schoolyard pick. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. If everyone groups together and you're like the lone person, it's like, oh. Which sometimes they do that. Sometimes there'll be 10 people and it's like, okay, form groups of three and then one person's left. And it's like, okay, now you get to pick some. I mean, team. all this is is a quick version. Yeah, of schoolyard pick. <laughs> of the schoolyard pick. Yeah. Where everyone feels vulnerable at once. And the person who's going to get passed, uh, picked last and left out just has to wait for five or ten minutes while everyone else points that out to them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rossi, I have a question. How many of the pick crew do you know by name? <laughs> There's a picker? No. Um, yeah. None. 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 Yeah. Uh, Kyle knows almost every single one. <laughs> like, at one point in this challenge, Kyle went, damn, Bryce. And, like, I understand that his name was said during this challenge, so that yep. may have been a prompt. But you have done this before, where you have identified yeah. the pick crew by name. Yeah, I did I did say his name before they said it on the show. So he like came out and they put the, the pads on him. Like, come on, Bryce. Um, but they, they always mention their names. But the real reason is why I know this is because the early seasons had Sean, who made a guest appearance this season, and I didn't comment on it. Um, but I thought he was quite nice. So I followed him on Instagram. Yeah, because that's the other thing. You often reference, like, oh, Sean, we haven't seen him since. And I was like, right. what? <laughs> I'm giving you drag race history. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. here for. Sure. Sean, what, Sean, what queen was that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What season were they on? Uh, I love the pit crew. That's what I watch it for. Don't you guys watch it for the pit crew? No. No, I also don't think I've ever looked at any of the pit crew's face. It would be great if, like, <laughs> yeah. when they bring out like yeah, when they bring out so many of the pit crew, and there'll be like ten of them come out. If I'm like, and there's Jason, and yeah. we have Caleb. I mean, at this point, they must have had enough pit crew to have like a bonus RuPaul season of just like ex pit crew, just the pit crew. I don't think they've done pit crew drag. You know how they like transform the non drag queens. They've done the product. They've done the, production yeah, before like the, the crew. Yeah, I wonder what they'll do. That would this be season. so good. Find out later on Drag Race History. That would be such a good. Oh, that would be such a good one. They should do that this season. Yeah, and because people know who the pit crew are. No, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> Just you. Everyone knows Jason has been there forever. Jason, who the yeah, hell he's is the Jason? main one? He's like the main, the main one. Now. <laughs> Jason and Bryce are the two main guys now. It used to be Jason and Sean. I'm googling him, and I'm going to tell you whether or not I even. <laughs> Jason Drag Race is the search. Jason Drag Race pick crew. crew. Google image. Oh my god. Don't Who I... is that? He's the main guy. Look oh, at him. Oh, is this the guy that was in the shopping trolley? Yeah. Dragging the diamond. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, fair. Because I was saying with that one, all this pick crew came out and I was like, where's Jason? Has he been booted this season? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know his name, Kyle. When's his, what's his bloody star sign? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, when they I watch the pit crew. That's what we've learned from today's episode. Yeah, when they come on screen, we're not really quite looking at their faces. Like, <laughs> no. they don't quite zoom in on their faces. Like, that's clearly not why they come in naked. Yeah, that's true. We can blame the edit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I blame your child. <laughs> I'm going to, like, start writing my, like, feedback of, like, Jason has been so under-edited this season. <laughs> why is he under the radar? You can write a think piece that goes attached to this po podcast. 
Yes. Um, so we get a lot of walkthroughs, which were really boring, except they Monique were, talking yeah. about chicken nuggets, which was great. Yeah. And yes. all I got out of that was the group is body, the group is face, the group is hair, and Blair teaches wig classes, which I thought was really boring and uninteresting. So. <laughs> it was. It really was. And we had, like, the, you know, concerns about Aquaria not being able to articulate herself, and I was just like, oh, so awkward and painful to watch. Because what we're going to do is we're going to see... Aquaria struggle to articulate herself in practice, and then we're going to have to watch her do it again. Yes. Uh, Is this why we're not getting a confessional from her? Because she's just not spitting it out? She's still trying to get it out right now. (laughs) She is. (laughs) But that storyline came out of nowhere, did that not? Or was that me? Like, this Aquaria has trouble talking, but like, a few episodes ago was easily able to be like, well, Vixen, you didn't do this, and blah 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 blah, and like, now it's like, oh... Aquaria is really awkward and doesn't speak properly. Like, what? Yeah, and so what I was saying about, like, this being a challenge that shows who can be a drag superstar and take the crown and be that public speaker, this is showing us, like, Aquaria is not there. Like, would she be able to stand in front of people and articulate herself like the winner of Drag Race needs to be able to do? Yeah, apparently the behind the scenes of it all is that Aquaria is the most socially awkward person some people have ever met, so. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's starting to show. She's learning. Yeah, she's learning a lot from this experience. And, yeah, the challenge, I guess, because I don't have anything to say. <laughs> um, like, my wrap-up of it would be that the first group nailed it, second group were fine, it kind of fell towards the end with Asia and Aquaria both trying to talk at the same time, because I couldn't. you couldn't really follow one or the other, and... Why weren't they doing their tutorial on Bryce? Like, he sat there in his pretty dress, and you're not putting the makeup on him. Although he came out in makeup, which was also confusing. And then the last group was just an absolute mess, and I never want to see that again. It was cheesy, especially like Blair. Like, Blair in the last one, I was like, oh, nothing. Nothing is landing. And just sort of kept, you know, going back to this, like, cheesy smile at the audience. I'm like, nah, it just, it started on the wrong note, and then it was really hard for them to pick it back up. I think that Cracker should have been the host of their panel, and then would have been able to control it a bit better, and sit in between Vixen and Blair. I did think, you know, before, as the challenge was going on, I thought that there was one person that was the clear winner, and I, and that was Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Bryce looked great. True queen. Also. <laughs> Price for all stars for <laughs> with pork chop, <laughs> with pork chop, Banji and Wintergreen. Is that her name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wintergreen. <laughs> Man, what a season! Be, no, it's gonna be a great season for me. Like no one particularly stole the show. Like I was like, Bryce was the only person that was actually like continuously like, oh, you're actually funny. Like because everyone else was either one joke or like not not a, non-existent jokes. Like I don't think I even laughed once throughout this entire thing. Um. Uh, we laughed with, uh, who's wearing, um, oh, what, who's, ever, who's ever thought about wearing a wig? RuPaul puts her hand. Ru raises his hand. And who's, who's wearing, wearing a wig, wig right now? Lois hand. <laughs> Ru stole the show. That was the best joke the whole episode. The only joke. Yeah. Yeah. Ru was great. Yeah. Cause what, body was good. Like body was fine. Like I didn't think anything negative about body. Face, they did the whole talking over each other, which was really un- weird. And you saw all the faces of everyone, like, trying to watch, but, like, not making any sense of it. Because Asia would talk, and then Aquaria would talk, and then Asia would talk, and Aquaria would talk. It was... <laughs> and then there's a blow dryer going, and Aquaria's trying to talk over that. 
but doesn't talk louder. It's just the same volume. <laughs> and now I'm all glittery lipped. We don't know how you got there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Must have done something. Yeah, I like, I like Asia's tip as well. I just get the eyelash at the angle that I want, and I just like hold that blow dryer on my face. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna cause burns. There are so many baby queens out there right now with third degree burns. When she on that advice. Yes. When she took off her eyelash, I was like, "This is funny. She's gonna take off her eyelashes and put them on Bryce." Uh, but she was just applying it back to herself, and I was like, okay, I don't know why we just did that. Bryce, you were overshadowed by the other queens. Yes. You're safe. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a little head bob. Thank you so much. You have, no, much. you have no idea how much this means to me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Bryce is back and untucked. I don't want to be safe. <laughs> and Bryce is crying over being safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So inappropriate, Bryce. <laughs> Yeah, Bryce wanted his was, personal story moment. Yes, yes. Yeah. There was there was no end shot of Bryce once he had like the makeup and the hair, and I think it was just because it had turned to a mess by the end of it. Like what they were doing with his wig, I was like, what are you, what are you doing to that thing? Is that how you put wigs on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I've got no experience, but is that what you do? You duct tape and a stocking? <sighs> These. Uh, I, I feel like so. it's all clipped in. I don't know. I've never done this. Yeah. Well, what? we Roxy Andrews talked about using wig glue, and I don't know if that was just, like, a thing for the challenge in that season, yeah. but, like, I think this is just a cracker way of doing wigs. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I'm sure there's... Yeah, there's got it, because there's different types. I don't know shit about wigs, but... <laughs> Maybe we can get Blair on to teach us the class. Well, and after that challenge, we still don't know shit about wigs. Well, exactly. <laughs> and, like, Rue mentioned something right at the beginning. She was like, do you guys use synthetic or humanoid wigs? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then this is never explained to me, so I'm none the wiser. Sounds like some sort of, like, robot thing, humanoid wig, or, like... I know. Um, I also wanted to fast-forward everything through the hair thing, because that was just getting so uncomfortable. Like, it was almost reaching levels of... Uh, milk in the bitchler, like, levels of uncomfortable. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't think it was mean. Like, Michelle called it mean. Did anyone, was it, I don't think it was mean. It was just tactless. Yeah, and I think that's how shade comes off when it's not funny. It's just, like, like awkwardly watching people make digs at each other. Yeah. Yeah, when it started on the wrong note, it just, like, none of what they were trying to sell was landing. And I think because they just also weren't informing it was just a bit robotic. It was a bit humanoid. So just, yeah, like the digs were kind of like, I don't know, just swearing at each other, which like, it isn't funny if you just curse for the sake of it. And it's just like violent kind of thing. Like, I'm going to get you. Like, what? Why are you like attacking each other on stage? And also it came from the vixen and that's how she comes across. Yes. So she's not funny. She's just a meanie. Yeah. It was just awkward. It was like watching on stage bullying. I didn't think it was that. Anyway, I, I mean, I get it. Like, I don't know. I didn't think it was... It was awful to watch. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm, like, awful yeah. and uncomfortable. I didn't think it was bad. That, like, bad in that sense. Like, of like ta- I don't know. I just didn't think it was... I yeah, thought it was it bad, was but it's not as bad as they were saying. It was just a mess, I think. Like, the attacks were going to Blair, and then Blair didn't have a retaliation for it. So, something like Cracker making the joke of... And she's wearing that t-shirt again now with just a few sequins on it. Like... That could have been spun to a funny joke, but Blair just kind of, like, let Cracker tell that joke and then smiled awkwardly at the audience, which I think that reaction kind of looks like, oh, like, are you just 
picking on this one who can't stand up for themselves. Blair's just looking at the audience being like, huh, I'm being bullied. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the face. I think that is what made it bad, was that, yeah, I, just, I don't know. Just fast forward through it. I never want to see it again. Do you, and, it, and then also, um, they were, like, they never ended it. Like, they put the wig on Bryce, and then they were like, Miss uh, Cracker was like, hey, we're done. Yeah. And then Blair was like, wait. It's just like. That other thing we we're gonna do, remember? Yeah, the joke that we had planned, like obviously not just Blair spinning something on the stop, like doing something out of random on the top. Like they had several hairs ready to toss into the audience, but and like this is a joke that is done a lot. The whole Oprah, you get a whatever, and we did it literally last week on the Bossy Rossi show. Sorry to bring it up, Rossi. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but it was just like, why are you doing that joke when it has just been done the week before? Yeah, and then, the, you know, it would be really funny if they're like, you can try and put it on yourself right now. And they'd be like, what? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that poor guy that got up and was like, what do you reckon, like, for us baby queens, you know, any advice? And, like, they like, threw him a wig at the end and he was just like, I need help. This is really embarrassing. <laughs> Bryce, can you help me? Their comments <laughs> were like, look here for advice instead of hey we have advice and we'll give it to you their advice was look out for advice essentially they're like watch videos my advice would be seek advice (laughs) that's number one that's crucial (laughs) my second piece of advice is when you get the advice listen to the advice yes (laughs) and then apply the advice and if that doesn't work then seek Seek more more advice advice. (laughs) thank you for listening enjoy DragCon (laughs) (laughs) yes It was such a mess. <laughs> oh dear. I'm getting like uh, secondhand a, embarrassment. Poor, poor Blair. Like this was a bad episode. Yeah, and it gets worse for Blair. Like, I guess before one more thing I wanted to mention, just jumping way back earlier, I forgot to mention that we also get another goddamn Banji reference this episode. It was really just like squeezed in there. Before we cut to the, the main challenge. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone please say Vanshee so we can use it in this episode. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. Everyone's like, everyone ready for the challenge? Yeah, Vanshee. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, is everyone here? No, 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 no. Vanshee's not here. Oh, Vanshee. It's like... Vanshee. <laughs> so last... Yeah, it was last minute. It felt forced this episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. I hope it's not... For- oh, we're going to get someone mentioning that in Snatch Game. We're going to we're gonna get it. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, I want someone to be Miss Vanjie in Snatch Game. We've <laughs> oh, wow. never seen that before. Someone- Doing a queen that's in your season. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, look, here come the baby dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Didn't think we'd see that outfit twice in one season. So, so, there it so is. Good. That would be incredible. Because she's got the voice, too. Just that real rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I nothing... hope that's next. That has to be next, right? Snatch Game has to be next episode. Yeah, it is. It was in the the preview was Snatch Game. Oh, okay. oh, cool. We didn't get a preview. I don't know why that is. Okay. I guess the channel we watch it on doesn't show it. I made sure. I made sure to pay attention because I had a feeling it was next. So. Yes. Oh. Thank God. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I'm not that sad that we're not going to have Blair in Snatch Game because I feel like her character would have been everything we've already seen. Yeah. She did announce who she was going to do. Christine Chenoweth. Is that who she was going to do? Because I feel like she'd do that. No. I feel like you can't do that when she was just there on All Stars 3. Mm. I mean, I'm suggesting Miss Banshee. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, who, who did she say she was going to do? Uh, from what I read, I don't know if it's confirmed, but she said she was planning okay. on doing um, Leah Michelle, who played the main character from Glee. Right. 
Uh, I do, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I feel like that wouldn't have been that funny. What do you do? Sing. Yeah. Like, is she playing like her character from Glee? I feel like that's I, what you have to do yeah, because probably. you don't see a Michelle that well. Like you'd have to play up the Rachel character from Glee, which is just like a real like yeah. show pony, um, entitled, talented. Someone should do Bryce for the Snatch Game. <laughs> so good. I want Bryce to be there. Yeah, on the panel like Chenoweth last season. Yes, yes. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on the, the runway theme? Obviously, you know I didn't like last week's. Oh, I love this runway. I love the theme. Simple. Like mm-hmm. I knew that we were going to get some creative ideas. Um, are we going through the runway looks? Because I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Too. ready. Cameron, amazing. Uh, the, the rings. No, <laughs> you're done. No. Asia. Asia's was incredible. I was expecting, you know, nine runways that looked like this. Asia's was definitely the standout. Yeah. I loved it. Do we agree on this one this time, Rossi? Did you love Asia's? Yes. Stole the show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Aquarius Rabbit One gave me like Nina Benina Brown PTSD. Like anything to do with a rabbit now, I'm right. just like, Ugh. I, I I quite liked it. Like I was the the hat on top of the ear. I was like, oh, I get it. You've played with the top hat. Bunny comes out of the, the hat. It's, mm. It was a clever idea. And she gets to play like the gender fluid character, which she likes. So no, I, th- I thought it was a good look for Aquaria. Monet was good. Eureka was good. Um, <laughs> I thought like Miss Cracker and Blair were very samesy. Yes. Um, but Miss Cracker does it better. And I love, I was actually waiting for Michelle Visage to like rip into Miss Cracker. So I was really, and I was like, oh, I love it though. Like okay. I love her consistent. I don't wear hats. I wear hair. And, yeah. like, everything that she does is made out of her own hair. I love yeah. it. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. I guess the one that I liked the least, to no surprise of anyone, was the Vixen. This was terrible. Yeah, it could have been good, but it was just really unpolished, sloppy. I, I didn't like it. Yeah, Bruce, like, there's just always something about Vixen's look that's just that little bit unpolished. A little? <laughs> yeah. Like, Thank you, Rue. Where have you been all season? She is, like, she's wearing eight hats <laughs> over her body. It looked terrible. I think it was just one hat, like, completely torn up and, like, wrapped around. Like, how did Michelle not say, like, where is your silhouette? Yeah, very true. Yeah, Yeah. and she had these, like, weird hip hats. Yeah, yes. That made it, like, I reckon even if you got rid of them, it would have been better. It was awful. I hated it. Should have just slapped some Barbies on it. Yeah. Dolls make everything better. That's it. Um, do you want me to disagree with you again, Brian? Yeah, go for it. Oh, what? You like the Vixen's look? No, 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 no. Okay. I love the idea. Okay. I love the idea of that. I thought that was really clever. I honestly was expecting more like that, but I was glad we only got the one like that. But I did not like Eureka at all. That was... Common San Diego. It reminded me of those, like, optical illusions where it's like, stare at this paper and then you'll see the dot or whatever. Yeah. And then you're just like, what yeah. are... It was just like comic book paper, like, wall. Like, it was so... Ugh. No, no, thank you. Uh, I thought it was quite striking. I, I didn't mind Eureka's. Um, I didn't like the cape so much. That felt weird. A bit like, I don't know, awkwardly placed above her shoulders. I couldn't understand what was going on there. I didn't I didn't really get the uh, red contacts either. I don't understand why they were there. Oh, right, like, What yeah. was the concept? I don't know. Like, it did look common San Diego, but I don't know if that's what she was going for. That's just like what a walking picnic. <laughs> walking picnic. Yeah. Like, whenever people come out in these, like, kind of picnic blanket kind of right. cross tartan yeah, things. Yeah. I'm just like, walking picnic. <laughs> the theme is picnic realness. Yes. <laughs> tens, tens, tens <laughs> across the book. 
Banshees would have made sense then. The flowers would have worked. Yes, yes. yes. Doll's tea party. (laughs) (laughs) Theme is Barbie Playhouse. (laughs) Episode 2, the theme is Barbie Playhouse, and Banshee's like, what the... Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Theme is Barbie Apocalypse. (laughs) Oh, it's so it's so versatile that look. <laughs> well, Miss Cracker and Aquaria are going to be like set for the Barbie Apocalypse. Realistic. The theme is where's your silhouette? <laughs> Love it. I feel like we also <laughs> should call out. Um, we got the storyline. We might as well call out Monique's outfit for being pretty much a train wreck too. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It was terrible. I couldn't believe she was safe. She was lucky. She was in a good like in a group. I yeah. I wondered if you would be thinking this, Rossi, because of our conversation last week with her look. Because it is, once again, just like not matching patterns that she's just put two different things together and called it a look. But it really was thrown together. And so I think this will come up maybe next week or sometime soon where she's going to do a similar thing. And it's like, honey, what are your looks? Because they don't have a concept. Even when she's describing her look, she's like, my look is blah, blah, blah. But my legs. <laughs> look right. at my legs. Legs. Yeah. Don't look at my outfit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the theme is hats, but look at my legs. <laughs> I have legs for days. <laughs> What's on the menu? Legs. Okay, goodbye. That's all. (laughs) Terrible. But, I mean, brown cow is always going to work with any look. So that's why this one was really a big standout. Oh, no. This was a a negative standout. Like, it made no sense. Like, it was like a a transparent hat with, like, glitter. Like, yeah, it made no sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't working. I reckon take this look, take last week's look, take this whole episode, put them all in the bin. No, you got to save brown cow. Save brown cow. Was not cow. It was a giraffe. Before all right, I, I don't want to fall on this, but um, I saw a funny meme which was like, I, a Monique, the referencing the scene where it's like Monique's like I thought it was brown cow, and then there's like a, a thing of a giraffe that says "fuck my drag," right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, I agree with everything else except for Eureka. I think you guys are underselling Aquaria. Because that was incredible. That was mind-blowing to me. Yeah, I liked it. And I love, if you go back and watch the episode, it's so fun to watch the lip sync. Because all you see in the background is Aquarius hat just, like, flopping in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Like a tower in the background. Just, like, it's all you see. Yeah. Mm. So we get Cameron, Monet, and Eureka as the winning team. and No surprise. Yeah. Well-deserved. Cracker, Blair, and Vixen as the bottom team. No surprise. No. (laughs) We saw this one coming. Do you think one thing I was thinking when I when it happened was is like we get this challenge declared by teams, or is it like last like the last time they did teams it was individuals? Like yes. I'm just like there's no consistency. So that kind of annoyed me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, at least with this, I feel fine about it because I do feel like all of the first team were strong and all of the last team were weak. Like I would probably give them top three and bottom three anyway. Except for maybe like Monique in the challenge stood out, but then a runway. Bam, bam. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Monique was definitely a standout in the challenge. I I honestly thought as soon as it ended after the challenge was over, I was like, oh, maybe that Monique, Aquarius, and Asia could win. Like I I knew that they probably weren't going to, but I was like that if it's like not team based, they could do really well. Just because I think, and then I mean, RuPaul even called out Asia is doing really well in the challenge. Like 
awkwardly, but so I thought that maybe thought like was in, no, I just I thought what was interesting was like when you like if you were to rate the bottom three, I would have put Aquaria. Sorry, uh, Miss Cracker, <laughs> that was not on purpose. Um, at the top, shade. Um, with Vixen and Blair St. Clair on the bottom. But when you if you watch Untucked, the Vixen is very convinced that she's staying. And it looks oh, yeah. like Miss Cracker is convinced that she's going to have to lip sync for her life. So, yeah, that was surprising because I felt like the Vixen was clearly... Yeah, and on Untucked, when the Vixen walks in and they're like, all right, Vixen, we know you're going to tell it how it is. So what went down? And she's like, well, I'm pretty sure it's those two. And the judges were eating this up. And everyone's like looking at her like, you sure, honey? <laughs> yeah. Did they love it? Um, and it doesn't look like she listens to the song at all during Untucked. Which I find very frustrating that she then beats Claire. Oh. Claire. <laughs> Blair. Claire. So we we Claire. were so close to getting the Vixen out. So close. Yeah. In a way, I was like, do I want the bottom two to be Vixen and Miss Cracker? Because I feel like Miss Cracker has a better chance of beating Vixen in a lip sync than Blair. Yeah. Any any combination that gets the Vixen home, I'm I'm okay <laughs> with. Fine with uh, yeah. Yeah. There are going to be... I'm bringing cake to sit on on the podcast episode where Vixen goes home. <laughs> I'm going to be celebrating. That's how you celebrate. Yeah. yeah. I'll bring the fax machine. Eat half of it. Yeah. You mean Aquaria? I'll sit on Aquaria. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. I didn't even think the Vixen was good. In the like, lip sync? No. No, she no. wasn't. She rolled around like my nieces. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, okay, barrel roll. Yes. No. It was not refined. It was just like, she didn't rehearse it. She was just like, I'm just going to mess around. And uh, unfortunately, it worked. Like, Blair went for the more, um, what do you call it? Boring. Yeah. Like, it it was Broadway. It was like she was having her Broadway number, and it just (laughs) fell really flat. But this is, like, what I think about these lip sync songs. That's mm-hmm. hard to do anything cool with. Yeah. Like sometimes I think the songs that they choose for the lip syncs are really. You need to be prepared to lip sync every week. Like you need to have something to do that stands out. Yeah. Like if it's a reveal, if it's a trick, something to get the judges to laugh. Like you need to have what your, your move is for that lip sync ready to go every week. And I think Blair needed that. She just stayed in her outfit the whole time. If she could have given us like a bit more raw, where you were compelled by her delivery, where it's like, oh, she is coming out and she's got, you know, like this is her breakthrough moment on a Broadway show. Like go all the way with it. Unfortunately, Vixen went with the like, I'm coming out, I'm having a party. And that was more engaging than what Blair delivered. Throughout the entire thing, you were seeing the judges like look at Blair and then their eyes went immediately back to Vixen. It was like, you could even see that they were, like, disinterested. Because Blair wasn't doing anything. That was the whole thing. Like, my problem with the Vixen was the only... The reason the Vixen was safe was because of that, like, musical instrument bit. Where she was playing the instrument. That was the only reason that the mm. Vixen was safe, in my mind. Because everything else was not in place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me a lot of, um, last season, the uh, Aja and Nina Benita Brown lip sync. Raja was doing all the kicks and flips and tricks, and it was like, wow, but it doesn't fit. So Nina wins, like, because Nina was doing the song, Justice. And I felt like yeah. that, like, Vixen was doing all these kicks and flips, but this is not the song for that. So it was, like, so weird to see. And I was like, maybe Blair can stay, but Blair was so boring. You can't keep Blair. It was just... It was... Yeah, because it just seemed like Vixen was working for it more, and Rue really rewards that in these lip syncs. Like, who is fighting for it? Who's fighting to stay? 
like they are lip syncing for their life. And I'm sure Blair was feeling it on the inside, but it just wasn't coming out. I also would argue that all all the trauma of the episode itself didn't help. Uh, I I was hoping this would be the fuel, you know, like that's, that's little fire. And now she can like have all this emotion behind her performance. And I think that's what she was going for with it, but just didn't sell it. But maybe, maybe you're right. Like she might've been just too like shaken by the whole thing. Um, I have to say like, this is definitely a moment where I've liked the Vixen the most is when she turns to Blair after Blair shares her story to say like, like, I can't wait to like, I don't know. Find him up. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this is the one time that I'm going to give you that fight attitude. It's like, it came from a, a warm today. Surprised they didn't get this song earlier this in like the history of the show. Going back to our history yeah, panel, but yes. better late than never, I guess. It was an, it was not a Sometimes RuPaul it song. Takes a while to come out. So, and we get Blair yeah. going. Um, I don't have any personal desire to touch on the story. If you want to, oh uh, no! Like when when Blair started going into it, I was like, oh, oh no! Like this is we often see people break down and share their story when they're about to go home, and it's. I, don't, I just always think of Roxy and it's uh, like, I find it annoying that like she should have gone home this episode and it is Roxy, right? Who like shares a story about being left at the bus stop. Yeah. And so, and then it's like considering what's happened tonight or the emotions or whatever Rue says, she's like, no one's going home tonight. I'm like, Oh, send her home. <laughs> like, yes, it's a sad story, but don't just pull that out because you're about to go home to be saved. And I feel like, now people do this and I don't want to take away from Blair and that experience, but obviously choosing this moment, like it's, you know, she's in a vulnerable spot in the competition. So it's like, okay, this is my story to get, you know, to help you understand me a bit further. Um, very brief thing. I think this would be terrifying to be watching this episode now, knowing that now everybody is going to know that you've had that experience. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got no experience, like experience with this to, like talk about uh, like the like the appropriateness of it, um, mm-hmm. but uh, like potentially she felt like, well, I'm going to go home, and this is something that I wanted to talk about on the show, so that you know people watching the show who have had the same experience, yeah. like know that there are other people that go through this, and this is probably my last shot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I, like I have to do this now, regardless of like whether it's like the right place. Yeah, for him to do it or not. I mean, it did have a segue as well with Ross making the comment of it's like sometimes I wonder if maybe you're just like so sweet and it's like I don't want to order that. So he does make the comment of like Blair always being like delivering that. Like that, that was not a segue. Oh my god! <laughs> like that, that was no segue. You so are I would say, like, delusional. It was obviously, very emotional and sad, but like it did feel a bit like oh whoa okay we're gonna go here. I look for the sweet things. Bam. I've had hard times. Bam. Yeah. I was raped. Like, what? No. Like, this no storyline, no segue. Like, that happens, that's happened all season long. Like, no sort of subtle introduction. It's like, bam, this hard story happened to me. Like, and I mean, I can't be surprised. It just felt kind of forced. And I was just like, over it. And that's pretty much the whole reason. I I didn't even watch Untalked purely because I was like, it's going to be the sob story and I'm not going to. It's not yeah, touched right. on in... Yeah, not really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah mentioned, a little bit. Because like, I think the three queens who were safe weren't there for it. Um, so she does tell them. Um, but for the most part, it's not about that on, on wow. I'm surprised. Mm. 
I can't even, yeah, I, I can't even remember what Untucked was about. I just remember, like, Monique being funny again. Yeah. Oh, Untucked, they had, um, Eureka's mom had a video, mm. so we watched that, and then Blair's mom had a video, and we watched that, and then we all cried, basically. You did? As in, we, the queens on the show, I no, did not cry. We did not cry. <laughs> we were eating hash browns. <laughs> yeah. Did Bryce cry? <laughs> well, we wouldn't know, because he's been so under-edited. Jason did, though. <laughs> uh, and so... Do we want to rate the episode? Unless anyone yeah, has anything they want to touch on that we missed. Yeah, I'm ready to bin the episode. I mean, rate the episode. <laughs> okay. What are you doing, Brian? Um, bin it, bin yeah, it. Yeah, yeah all right. I'm going to bin it. Yes, you did this to me, so it's only fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's three for three, three bins. Um, yeah. This is my third bin of the season. Wow. You're a hard-to-please man, Rossi. Um, I would like to say one of them I was coerced into doing. <laughs> so, only two or only my choice. You made the final decision. I'm safe. <laughs> um, what isn't safe is episodes from your ratings. Yes. I- I'm really hoping next week's going to be a stellar buy. I'm really hoping. Snatch Game is hit or miss. I, I think it's often a miss. It often is. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, it, I think it's overhyped. Hot take. Snatch Game is overrated. It's because there was that- such a good one, <laughs> Season 6, that just, like, you expect that every time. That's Judge Judy one? It is. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, the, like, Season 6, Season 7 were good. Like, yeah, 9 was a miss, and All-Stars 3 was awful. But, like, yeah. they're not that... <sighs> I'm still Seven a fan. was Ben de la Creme, yeah? Rupal, was it? Ben de la is... Six. six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Strong season. Yeah, okay. Yeah, season six was good. It's because Bryce wasn't there, that's why. <laughs> Bryce was not there, that's, that's very true. Drag history. Uh, so looking at our preseason predictions of Blair St. Clair, let's see, Colin had Blair St. Clair in third place, so no. Uh, which means Colin has officially lost two of his top three now that Blair is gone. Um, I said Blair St. Clair would be fourth, so I was very off. Ryan, you have Blair in seventh, so you're two off. Okay. And Kyle, you also had Blair in seventh. Okay. So it's two points awarded to both of you, or one one, one each. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I get I'll two take points. I'll take the two. I'll take the two. Double points. Episode. That's no two idea. points. And if you put the two points, you can't take it back. So Kyle is four. I, uh, Brian is three, and Colin and I have two. Okay. Oh, look at that. Jump back up. So looking at next week, Kyle, you have Moni Cart going in eighth. Oh well, I mean, could be. said it. It could happen. I mean, I want to be Vixen, obviously, every time, but could be Monique. Brian, you have Cameron Michaels going next. That could also happen. Yeah. Shows your personality. Here yeah. it is. Okay, go home. <laughs> also, like, got called out for, like, starting to be samey on the runway. Mm. Of, like, oh, it was another, bo- uh, like, leotard and heels. But, so okay. Where do I have the Vixen? The Vixen? Oh, I don't know. You have the Vixen in 10th, which was last, we were at 9th, Blair was 9th, so that was last, ep- technically last episode. Colin also has Moni Cart going next, and I have <laughs> Vanessa Vanji Mateo going next. <laughs> I mean, she'll probably be brought up. Do you get a point if someone plays her in the snatch game and that person goes home? Yes. Two points. You will be awarded a point. Two, Two points. points. Two points if that happens. They're the bonus Vanjie points. 
Uh, also, you mentioned it, but I'm going to just throw it out there. I do think we didn't really talk much about Cameron, but I see Cameron as like the peppermint of the season in terms okay. of someone who starts late in the game. You know, peppermint doesn't win until the final eight, and then yeah. it's the final two. But peppermint's pretty strong from the start, though, right? Yes, but Cameron's not been bad. He's been purple Cameron. He has, but performances I don't think have been bad. But next to Ms. Cracker. <laughs> Cameron has the most amount, second most amount of high positionings. Yeah. Get out, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, in the yeah, but I don't know that, so therefore I don't think he can <laughs> possibly win. So Rossi pointed out last week that um, Drag Race history for you, um, in every season so far, the eventual winner has won an individual challenge, like a main challenge, um, by episode five. Okay. So it's like we had five queens who had won by episode five, and so does who that discount the rest of them? Well, Mayhem, who is gone. Yep. Um, the Vixen. Uh, Winner! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aquaria and Eureka. Okay. Now, Eureka looking really strong right now. This episode, I was like, oh, Eureka could do it. Yeah. Like her nah. performance this episode was like, oh, she could be that person with the crown. And yeah. Rue would love the storyline of her coming back. And Big Queen. Big Queen, exactly. Yeah. Like, we need a big queen to win. At least people will stop doing that every season when the big queen comes in and like, it's time for a big queen to win this. <laughs> why, why do they sound like that? <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't mean it's southern. Like <laughs> Is that the fat voice? <laughs> yes. It's my fat voice. <laughs> oh, no. It's Kylie Flammable. <laughs> yeah. Country big girl. Yeah, country big girl. I'm giving you a big girl real nice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Look out for me in season 11. Bats for days. And I go in, so I'm, I'm not actually like big. Uh, I'm quite slim. So I would love to go in and like, that'll, that'll be the song I'm singing. Of like, a big girl needs to win. <laughs> it's like, why is this guy like, why is this guy saying that? Why does he's, this guy have fat skin and bone? <laughs> you like pheromone comes in. It's like time for a big girl. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. all it's like just padding for days. <laughs> Blair's exit into view. Final words. It's like, well, I guess a big girl's not going to win this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that will be my. I don't, I don't really want Eureka to win it. I don't like Eureka that much. Um, she has given us some good stuff, but I think her runways, I'm usually not that impressed. Uh, but that will be my <laughs> silver lining is that people can stop saying a big girl needs to win. Well, we'll see if she wins. It's fine. Asia will take it. Asia will be like, big girls still need to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this to Eureka because a big girl needs to win. <laughs> and I'm a very caring person. So I'm going to give you the crown. I can't believe you took the crown from me. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say she's gonna take it back and be like, "Well, that was mine. I, I shouldn't have given it." Like, yeah, yeah. Just because I gave you the crown. Why did you let me give it to you? Yes, yes, exactly. How dare you accept? <laughs> How dare you? When I offer a gift, you give it back. <laughs> okay, we're, we're not. We're talking. We're done with this episode. 
This is when the audience has left DragCon, and we're just left at the panel. They're like, where are the tips? You didn't get any. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for us. We'll be back. Who knows? We'll be here. Um, hopefully, oh, I'll definitely be here, because better, it better be a good episode. That's all I'm saying. If not, you're going to have to do it on your own. I'm Rossi and Angie. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm sitting on a seat. And I'm Brian. I'm here to give you that ooh, 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 ah, sensation. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. <laughs>